Hi everyone, welcome to All Things Creative. I'm Linda Riesenberg Fissler and I'm your host uh, today. Um, so yesterday on Thursday, we talked a little bit about uh, character development and some of the things that um, make a great character and, and also how that transforms into uh, creating a painting. So today, um, thank God it's Friday by the way, um, I'm sure you all are, are ready to celebrate as well. Um, and I want you to have the, the best Friday that you possibly can. And thanks for taking some time to, to listen to me on, on this Friday. Uh, we've been doing these broadcasts now for about two weeks. Um, and I hope that uh, all of you are finding them interesting and um, just taking a few minutes out of your day to, to listen to them. I, I so appreciate that. I know time is so precious. So thank you uh, again for doing that. Um, so today, what we're going to talk about, uh, two ways to create a character. And where I can, I'll talk about um, creating a painting. This is getting more and more into more writing than it is actually like creating a painting because if I, and maybe I'll, next week I'll, I'll touch into my, with my artist friends and talk about, you know, a basic approach of, of painting, um, you know, pulling out some of my uh, favorite artists' books and talking about some of the things that they talk about as in their books as well. But today we're going to talk about two ways of creating a character. And um, those two ways are, are, you know, you would think that this is very, very hard. Um, and maybe it is for people that don't that doesn't that don't have writing come easily to them. But the two ways are you create the characters or I was I have written down in my notes the same thing twice. You create the character or you create the idea. Okay. Um so let's start with one of those. Um so you create the character to fit an idea. So in the blind series, for example, um the main premise of uh, that of an idea, it, it, the idea there is three. Can three people? I'm sorry, I'm tr tripping over my words. The premise that the blind series is on is, is it is answering this question of can three people change the course of history so that we aren't as divided as we are today? Um, I've been watching the PBS series uh, Vietnam that Ken Burns has put together. And it, I think they're about in the year 1968 right now. And one of the things that we've been hearing a lot lately in the news is, you know, the United States is even more divided than it was uh, prior to the Civil War. And Ken Burns in 1968 has a character, has a, a person in history. I, I can't remember if it was the narrator or if it was... Um, like Bobby Kennedy or, or Lyndon Johnson or, or maybe even McGovern that came out and said that America is more divided now than it was prior to the Civil War. And I was like, well, that was 1968 and we're saying that today. So my series takes place in the 1980s. Um, two reasons for that. One, I was growing up during that time and I had a very uh, keen interest in politics at that time. Um, even thought about possibly becoming a politician. Um, probably would not have worked because, <laughs> because I, I actually tend to be too honest at times. So um, basically, you know, I, I was looking at that time and I was thinking, wow, this is a really divided country. And, and now, you know, almost 40 years later, I'm sitting there 
looking back at that time going, wow, this was really where the basis of a lot of decisions were made that impacted um, where we are today. And the same could be said for, for the Vietnam War. Um, there were things going on in the country, civil rights movements, the you know, the war itself. Um, you know, all we just recovered from Watergate or, or, or trying to recover from Watergate at that time. And well, that was actually in 72. So that was yet to come. I'm thinking of my books, which basically was coming off of Watergate. But, um, you know, and, and that's that that Watergate time was when we really got a look at how, you know, some things go on in the dark side of politics that we just don't, um, you know, how crooked can people be and kind of woke us up. And so the 60s into the 70s was this waking up period of, you know, <laughs> what's, what the heck's going on. And then, you know, the 80s were, you know, just kind of tumbled out from there. And then in the 90s, you had um, Clinton and the um, contract with America and, and things started getting even more decisive. So I found it, getting back to the original comment is, you know, I found it really interesting that in 1968, they were already saying that the United States was divided um, as bad as or even worse than it was prior to the Civil War. And, you know, and we're hearing that again now in 2017. So, um, and then at one point I did some research too, where I, I went back and I looked um, to see how many times in campaign slogans was the word change used. You know, we need to change. Let's change things. We can change things. You know, so I was like, okay, so every, I think every political campaign, I, I think I quit looking in like when the New Deal was happening in the 19, you know, with under FDR. I think I quit looking prior to that because I think every campaign slogan had some form of the word change in it. And it was just like, oh boy, you know, people need to come up with a new campaign slogan. So that's just, that is just an aside to, to what we're talking about. But um, anyway, the blind series is can three people, Jenkins, Nicole, and, and Sean, can three people change the course of history so that we aren't as divided and untrusting in our government, in the world's governments, um, as they, you know, as they are today, can can we make a change, or is it just too much to ask? Okay, so that's kind of the idea. So we create characters to fit that idea, and um, you can see how the work uh, that these three characters are doing, chasing down an assassin who happens to be going out and killing people who possibly could have. Um, been a changing force to get us in a better position. You know, so Sean has to chase down the assassin. Nicole, um, being a, a uh, feminist and um, and, a, and a lawyer, and how she was on at one point in time, she was on uh, the prosecutor's side. She was a, a the attorney general in the attorney general's office, the Department of Justice. And then she goes into private practice where she starts defending. Um, people that she really doesn't agree with, you know, she feels were guilty and needed, you know, should be um, serving time and, and right at blind influence, you get at the point where she's getting really, really tired of defending um, the, the upper 1% of uh, people that, you know, really were guilty of things. And, and she was helped getting them out by doing a <clears throat> technicality, um, you know, or making a deal behind closed doors or, or whatever. She was getting real sick of that, that, you know, 
slimy type of feeling she got when she was doing this work. So she really didn't care at one point if Tony fired her because she had had enough of, of doing that. And she wasn't sure. She was very, you know, at that time, um, unauthentic, if you will. She was, you know, it was about money. It was about power. It was about, um, you know, that's what it was about. It wasn't about changing the world at that time. Now she's kind of starting to switch over to we have to stop this kind of thing. Um, so there is a character that's changing to to fit the need, to fit the idea. Um, and then, you know, uh, Jenkins, um, his idea has always been, you know, he, he has to change the government. He has to, you know, stop some of the things that are going on. One of them is, is what Barker was doing at, at that time with the bribery of, you know, other uh, congressmen. And so uh, there's, you know, that whole battle that, that Jenkins is fighting and the whole battle that Nicole's fighting, the whole battle that Sean's fighting. And, and each of them had a personal reason for why they are doing what they were doing. You know, Sean's tracking down of the serpent is uh, a very personal reason. He wants revenge. And, you know, later he comes to think about, was that the right thing to do? Um, you know, I went out to kill him because he killed my family. And, you know, was that the right thing to do? And of course, we all think it is. <laughs> we, I agree with Sean. He should have done that. But um, that, that's neither here nor there. His struggle with what he did um, may come out more in this second trilogy because, um, you know, he's changing just as Nicole's changing, just as Jenkins is changing. So the second thing is you create a, cre you, the second way for, to create a character is you just create a character. And from that character comes, um, it emerges the need or an action or a story. Um, so if I reverse everything I was just saying where I fit a need, the need being can three people change the course of history enough so that we aren't as divided as we are today, if I take that out and I have three characters, um, what are each of the characters' needs? What's their action? What's their story? So these are closely intertwined. So let me take um, an example uh, from that really lovely book by Sid Field um, that talks a, a great deal about character development. And let me give you uh, the a couple of the big um, movies that um, are probably better at showing, creating a character, and out of that character emerges a need, an action, or a storyline. Um, for example, Turning Point by author Lorenz. Um, you have two characters played by Shirley MacLaine and Anne, Bancroft, Anne Bancroft. And each of those characters then create the story. You have Shirley MacLaine's story, and you have Anne Bancroft's story, and how that intertwines. Um, another one is in Alice, and Alice doesn't live here, uh, is an example of creating characters, and out of that creation of characters, you create the story or a need or an action. Um, Jane Fonda's character in Coming Home did the same thing. So um, that probably uh, shows those two particular uh, creations of character uh, best. Um, in a way, the Blind Series, for me, um, I created Nicole first. And had the idea of 
can it was it was more can one person change history and <clears throat> came quickly to the decision that you know that wasn't going to happen and and a more interesting thing as well is blind influence was <laughs> was supposed to be a one off book okay i mean seriously i was going to write blind blind influence and then i was going to go write a fantasy series uh, called my tales of regenus which um i I still write on every once in a while, but not as much because I, I actually was totally astounded and, and so grateful that people wanted to know more about Sean, Nicole, and, and Jenkins and, um, you know, wanted, encouraged me to write a second book and a third book. And, you know, to me, it was like, you know, the book ended after you know, this, the story ended at the end of Blind Influence. So um, after Blind Influence, I really started thinking about, well, what else can I write about these characters? What are they up to? What are they doing? So you know, mine was was really um, I created a character and then all of a sudden I had to create this idea of what these characters were going to be standing for and doing. So it was really kind of interesting. I, I guess I never really expected people to want to know more about these three guys, these three p characters at all. So but they do. And 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 I'm very, very grateful for that. And, um, you know, I love hearing uh, people tell me about, you know, what they like about Nicole, what they don't like about Nicole, you know, that like we talked before, um, how they love to hate Jenkins. And, um, you know, nobody's ever really told me if they love to hate Barker or not or the serpent, but I guess, you know, it's pretty clear that they don't, they don't particularly like them and, um, but they like what they bring to the story. So for having, you know, like I said, just blind influence was supposed to be a one-off, uh, one-off book just to get my feet wet in publishing, self-publishing. And then I was going to go into, um, Tales of Regenus. So maybe sometime I'll talk about that that fantasy fantasy series as well, and um, maybe post some things out on the website that I just you know that are unedited and and not polished, and so people can start reading the fantasy series as well. But um, <laughs> another thing to fit into my schedule. So I'm kind of laughing because it's very hard for me right now to to get into just writing blind the blind series. Um, and I'm not disappointed that um, I'm still writing the blind series. I've really come to enjoy uh, writing about Nicole and, and Sean and, and Jenkins and, and really into this very historical that it's gotten this political interest that I had back then um, kind of rekindled that. Um, not so much to tune into today's politics, but more on what happened in 1980s and how those decisions are affecting what we're doing today. Like I talked about the uh, U.S. Embassy in, in the Soviet Union and how that is affecting today. And um, so it's, from that standpoint, I find it very, very interesting uh, what history can tell us and reveal. Um, so again, uh, two ways to create a character. You create the character to fit an idea or you create the character and out of that emerges a need or an action or a story. So um, when you go to the movies, uh, for example, or when you pick up a book, now you can sit there and look at, at the way that the book is written and you'll be able to uh, determine did they create a characters to fit an idea or did they create characters first and then out of that emerged an action or a need or a story. Um, so that's, um, that's about it. I think for today, have a great weekend and, um, be creative, do something creative, um, have fun doing it. Um, drop me a note, uh, if you, if you want, um, and we'll, we'll talk about, you know, being creative in other ways as well. So have a really fun, productive, um, 
relaxing weekend and we'll see you next week on Monday. Thanks for tuning in to All Things Creative and have a great weekend. Thanks everyone. Bye.